It is Friday, Friday, gotta get no. up, it's Friday. No. No. Welcome, no. welcome one and all to the greatest show on the internet. Uh, patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. TM. TM, 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 TM. It's Geek Tainment Weekly. I am one of your hosts, Andy Bisha, and joined with me, of course, is the lovely Ian Benzman. Howdy. I'm lovely? Ian, you're lovely, oh, and you're you. hard to see. You're a bit camouflaged today. <laughs> I'm hidden. And uh, across from me... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, that might happen. Oh, man. Oh, no. The narcolepsy Oh, my God. Why well, have nothing to throw up. at him right now? Hold on. No. Um, no here. Uh, what? Uh, Clown has no penis. What? <laughs> Corey Stewart. Corey Stewart Hi. is here. Hi. Good morning. God. Welcome to Baseball Mainly, starring the, Corey it's the Stewart. It's the show already. Oh. Yeah. Now it's time to do Baseball Mainly. Yeah. Yeah. The weirdest dream that I was in a city and I had clown makeup on. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad it's one article early. <laughs> one article early. Well, we are ready to get into this, but before we do, guys, I need to address the audience. There's a man out there or woman that has came to my house and stole my dog food. Wait, what? what? I didn't tell you guys. No. no. We have a service called Chewy.com. Okay. Okay. Somebody oh, came gotcha. and stole like my the, like dog's the, like the package, dog food. Like from your front door. Yes. Okay. okay. I thought you meant like someone went into your house like straight Mission Impossible. Might as well have. <laughs> Just like. Bum, 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 bum. Get dog the dog food. food. Get they stole dog food from my beautiful puppies. Those bastards. They suck. And here's the thing. My one neighbor warned me one time that he saw some people walking by our house when uh, a box from Chewy. Was there eyeing it like they were going to steal guys, it? I thought you guys had like ring or something. We don't. No, you need to get we're it. We're going to now, but yeah. they eyed it, and then then my neighbor looked over at him and said, "I wouldn't do that if I was you." And they like scurried away. Oh, I just I keep in my head, you know, I hear the da 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 steals on his dog food. Who steals dog food, dude? There's a lot of people out there, and this is the box is clear. Here's the thing: this is what these delivery services, and I'm talking specifically you with you Amazon. What are you going to do to fix the people who are stealing I will our say, sh- shit that we're... They'll I send, will say... They'll send two drones. One to deliver the package and, and one, one to one defend to... the package. <laughs> right. Well, why don't they just combine that into one drone? That's too that's logical. Too, that's, yeah. Here's, Different company. We want to create say, jobs, not, you know, things I will say they called FedEx. We called, My wife called FedEx. FedEx was like, eh. uh, 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 But Chewy.com... The very first thing they said to us once we were contacting them, oh, don't worry, we're going to send out a replacement right now. We're very sorry that happened to you. So, guys, we are not sponsored by Chewy.com. Maybe one day we will, but I will say from their low, low prices, from their low, low prices to their wonderful treats to their excellent customer service, Chewy.com is the place to go to get all your discounted dog food treats and accessories. That's Chewy.com. <laughs> Tell them Geek Tame and Weekly sent you. And so they won't they know can, what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> but then when we contact them to sponsor us, <laughs> that's true. That's kind of they'll clever. be like, hey, see, um, see? Your so, logic's pretty sound. See? So it's, so it's, I'm actually happy you told us that story because it ties into the first thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, so apparently, ridiculous news outside of your normal. What's going on with President Trump? Oh my God! I think that's the first time in four years I've called him President Trump. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I just call him it. Trump. I just call him Orange Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, so this is from a couple years ago, but I, I saw this article and I was like, this is freaking hilarious. Uh-huh. So Aspen Man hires stuffed owl as his defense attorney. <laughs> How does that lead? Yeah. How does that yeah. lead? So, so here you go. Defending yourself in a court case is rarely recommended, but appointing a stuffed owl as your lawyer is really bird brain. Mm. I didn't write that, ah! people. That's the article. Nevertheless, that's who or what Charles Abbott brought as his attorney when he appeared in Aspen, Colorado courtroom on Tuesday, the Associated Press reports. Um, he's accused of violating a protection order involving his former roommate, um, not uh, Michael Stranahan. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, <laughs> Stranahan or Stranahan? No, Stranahan. Okay. Um, and the order was filed after Abbott allegedly assaulted Stranahan at an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Um, in court, Abbott placed a fuzzy stuffed owl at the defense table and told the judge the owl, named Salomon, would be his legal counsel until the public defender was assigned to the case. Um, let's skip down a little bit because this next part's great. The judge ignored the owl, who had little to say during the proceedings, <laughs> asked Stranahan if he'd amend the court order to allow mediation. Stranahan declined, saying he didn't feel safe being in close proximity to Abbott, so the hearing ended with the order still in place. The owl had no comment. <laughs> <laughs> when they addressed the owl, he said, Who? Who? Oh, man. That's. That sounds like something I would do. That's great. That sounds like something yeah. I would do. I'll just put this right here, right here. And, and he is gonna defend me. I am def- this video message from me is my attorney. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not to switch guilty. the tape. In right. the VHS. This is part two of my defense. Sorry, guys. Sorry. If I was still using VHS, it was cheaper. It was cheaper. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was really funny. Um, so actually, um, more announcements coming out. Um, I didn't really have a segue. <laughs> um, ba-ding, ba-ding, there's your segue. Finally, we finally got an announced uh, premiere date for the Harley Quinn animated series. Yes. Um, that would be November 29th. It's tomorrow. Okay. Nope, it's no, November it's not- 29th. Um, although, I did kind of drop some knowledge on Corey the other day. He was like, oh, yeah, now Peaky Blinders' new season's coming out next year. No, mm. it's coming out Friday. It no, it's out coming today. out Friday. Well, the new season, they just finished up, and I, I had to think about that. So they mm. just finished up because it airs on BBC... Uh, before it actually goes to Netflix, and that's what the deal was. So okay. we're actually seeing this year's on Netflix, and then next year they're going to be uh, taping it again. Gotcha. So yeah, that's where I kind of got a little bit confused. Okay. But Peaky Blinders, great yeah. job. Um, but uh, so they also announced this is really cool. I'm excited for this. It's called Bizarro TV. It's an anthology series that will showcase experimental styles and creative voices and visions that will be a mix of live action and animation. And the characters, like they're going to have people like Ambush Bug. Which is awesome, um, yeah. <laughs> Andy but, and me are but I, big I question got, marks over DC's DC's uni- the DC universe app outside of that first season of Titans mm-hmm. has put out nothing but great television. Um, I just caught up on this, the newer season of yes, Titans. Yes, you texted me the other Holy night saying that. Wow, crap. it's money. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's, well, it's what I wanted the first season to be. Sure. Because um, the first so season good. was kind of cakey, wasn't it? It was kind of. It, it, it was, was the same freaking story. Yeah. We, it, it's yeah. oh, Trigon, uh, Raven, because we have no other stories hate, to tell with Raven. So I watched the first episode of season two, and I just hated how it was like. It felt like the last episode of season one. Well, because it was supposed because to be. Because it was supposed to be, and it yeah. was very dumb how they did that. Yeah, it was supposed to be, and then they. Yeah, I agree. I think they should have ended the story you know, last season and just be done with it, because I'm so. Literally. The, the Teen Titans animated film they did a couple years ago. The villain was Dragon. And right. it's like, that's the only, like, in the Teen Titans cartoon series from years ago. Right. Dragon. Like, it's like she has nothing else to do. Right. Um, 
But uh, so yeah, you know, we actually have a really pretty top heavy on DC in the beginning here today. Um, so you know, we had the Birds of Prey trailer come out a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. We're playing it at the half. But the big question on everyone's mind is: Are we going to see Jared Leto's Joker again? Please no. Um, and I don't think it's because they want to. I think it's because oh, please no, I don't want to see him again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't hate his Joker. I just, I just, you know, as coming from an actor standpoint, I just don't think the material was good. I think they wrote the character in such a strange way. Yes. Was no, I don't blame. Joker, I don't blame Leto at all. I don't blame Leto at all. I think it was absolutely the writing, um, and like the character he was given. Here's the thing, though. If you gave, and we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to it, but. If you gave Jared Leto, instead of Joaquin Phoenix, that role, that would have been really good. That would have been amazing. But you gave him crap. You gave him literally crap and said, this is you now. Yeah, because I think, I think Leto now. absolutely is the kind of actor who could have pulled it off if yeah. it was written well. Like, yeah. You know, um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, but speaking of the Joker... Um, Corey and I actually got to go um, see you it the other night. Children, you lucky children, you. Holy crap. We're going to stay spoiler holy free crap. if you haven't seen it. Holy mm-hmm. crap. The um, line was so big that we were yeah, really considering we, going and seeing the 25th anniversary yeah, of Friends. Yeah, we, we, we thought we weren't going to get in. Um, where's where's so the anger? Where's the anger friends. from? You don't he like hates, friends? He hates friends. How, wait, how many times have we brought up friends he on this show friends. and I've told you my standpoint on friends? I don't listen when you, you talk. You know who's a what big Ethan, or a big Ethan fan? Ethan. A big friend fan? Is Ethan? Ethan? Is that the answer yeah, to that question? Yeah. Once they got rid of that monkey, Marcel, the show was done. What are you right, talking about? That's one about? of my favorite episodes when they brought back the monkey. Yeah. Yes, that's with, yeah, um, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Dan Castellanata is the guy at the zoo. Hey, I know your monkey. I know where your monkey The is. monkey um, is the best part of any show. But So we got to see it. Um, I could not say more amazing things about this movie. It was incredible. Jaw-dropping. Like, the performance from Joaquin Phoenix, which is always fantastic and everything mm-hmm. he does, was next level. Like, I really, I'm going to see it again, but he might have topped Ledger. I just think he, top ledger. But I think it was just so well put together oh, that yeah. like the score was gorgeous As to it. As a film, and it's a master. Yeah, I would call it a masterpiece. Masterpiece. If that does, it should get nominated for best picture. Yep. It's really good. I've never seen like any adaption of a comic book or superhero film like this ever. Yeah. It's amazing. And like it's really cool cuz at a certain point in the movie he becomes the Joker. Yeah. It is very much an origin story. I'm not saying there's like a plot point where that happens. It's just like it's the performance okay. of the character in the essence. So I keep hearing that origin story. Now, this isn't a spoiler or anything for anybody who's listening or Andy, but to me, it's not an origin story. Oh, it, totally it is a, it is, is, story. is a, is a, it's a, it's a story about a man. Who kind of becomes this thing? What is a man? But it's not necessarily. You just described an origin. Story. No, it's not necessarily an origin story for the Joker that we know, because who knows if well, we no, ever no, no, see no. this version so of the Joker again? We probably won't. I'll say that's this. what I'm so, saying. So, it's not an origin so story. It's, it's a story. It's of, an origin story of that version of the Joker. So someone I know. Is it though? Because of when, that no, 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 no. When you so, see it though, Andy, I really want you to think about that. Um, it, it, is it so, though? So is he right? No. So he was so enthralled about the the thing that this is what I've been thinking about that I honestly don't feel like it's an origin story it's because of the timetable and all the other theories that are going out with the story because you have to kind of see it You'll to kind of make make sense but, of so it. So this is this is the perfect way to put it. So one of my buddies saw the movie and he goes, my only complaint about Joker is now I want sequels and a Batman who's worthy. Wow. wow. I back that statement up 200%. Oh, wow. Like that's honestly when we were walking out of the movie, I was like, man, I want to see him go up against a Batman now. The Batman. Like, uh. 
Like, I don't know. We'll, I, dude, I'm telling you. I think Again, be awesome. that, well, you just have to see it to kind of it makes sense with those theories of. What if yeah, you, I was what if you, some, yeah. But like, there's moments in the movie where like it is like they nailed the character. There's things that are like the quintessence of the Joker that they they did perfectly. What if you put that Joker up against Diedrich Bader? Oh, Diedrich Bader's Batman would be dead. In two the Bader. I'm just saying it'd be good. it'd be kind of funny to see. I, I, I want to see him go up against any Batman. Period. No, I know. Like at this, what point, Batman would you put him up against? Th- that would be the best Batman, like story wise. George like, Clooney. I'm kidding. The Clooney. I'm kidding. The Batnips. Um, I don't know if any of the Batman. You had you have to you have to pick one. I, I, the, I, the one who would probably. Live the longest. Well, don't think about be... just think about like would it fit? Would it be entertaining? Uh, I would say Christian Bale. I think I would that's... say his Batman probably is the most to, to fit in with it. Then again, I don't know. It, it's it's a very different, not a different take. So it is, but it's it's. I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. What about what about the Titans, Batman? I don't think he could even put the bat cowl on without tripping over. I don't know. <clears throat> Like, Khaleesi. Uh, he pops ah, up, my cow. He pops up as Bruce Wayne. Like, he's not really being Batman. No, I know. Um, I saw him in that first episode. But, yeah, it's like, yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, DC seems to be moving in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, yeah. obviously. Um, give them room to screw up. I mean, but, you know, Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. Shazam was good. Shazam! Shazam. This um, is good. Yeah. I mean... Well, yeah, uh, just... I, I looked at they're slowly I, I went into it, it as an Elseworlds movie. Like, I went into it just with my mindset that it's an Elseworlds thing. Because there is one thing in the plot that they end up discussing later on in the movie where it, when it happened, I was just like, oh my god, I want to kill somebody. But then it ends up... I'm not going to go into more detail. It ends up being something that you didn't think it was, or... The way they handle it's very, yeah. But, okay. so, my point is, though, is Which that... Which I'm fine if they, they, you know, go... If they always point at it and they're like... You'll see. We know this isn't, you you'll know... See. You'll see. Typical. I know. It turned, see. It, for me, it turned into everything that I did want from uh, from a Joker movie. Yeah, I wasn't not, quite And this is another thing. Or... Not the Joker movie, but a... I want... This for a Joker movie, a standalone. A, a, it's, yeah, it's really to, good. To me, it just doesn't feel. It, it, I know it, it feels like a really good graphic novel one shot. Yeah, and it's just everything about it: the score, the mm-hmm. color palette, the camera the, movements that were yeah. that that oh, felt man. necessary. That they they did. It was like you knew that like they were throughout the movie. It just for me, it felt like they knew what that what the audience wanted immediately as soon as the audience is watching it. Well, it's yeah. like they made those decisions as it was happening. Yeah, let me let wild. me po- let me pose this to you guys. Okay, so you know how they say that uh, you know Chris. Uh, not, I mean, yes, Christian Bale, but <laughs> Nolan's Batman, you know, run yeah. um, isn't quite a. Batman movie, but they're just solid films well, on their so own. So I would say that Batman Begins is a Batman movie. The Dark Knight is a crime film that happens at Batman, right. and then The Dark Knight Rises is crap. Ledger's dead. What do we have to do now? Right, but they're still like they're solid movies that are more focused on yes. being movies than being comic book movies. That's what this movie is. That's what I was gonna say. It's yes, because v- that's what, what I'm seeing in the previews. It's very much akin to that. Like, yeah. oh, absolutely. you know, he's, he's he spends a lot of time in the movie not being Joker. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's when we walked in. I hope this. I don't think this will spoil anything. But in 
other Batman in, in Batman films. There's an an, a protagonist, Batman, and an antagonist. Now they're just Joker, who is kind of feeling to me like the protagonist, obviously. Yeah, well, but how you... in 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 a in a non-villainous, I hate this person kind yeah. of way, or I have to try to understand this person. You you right. think you understand how you like, yeah you not sympathize, but like right. But you kind of sympathize. You do. With him. Um, it's kind of how I felt when Thanos yeah. was in, in, in it was introduced in in Avengers, and it was like you kind of get what he's saying. But you know it's like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So you know? Corey right. be a homicidal, genocidal dictator, well, given the opportunity. If, if I ever find the ability or a following. <laughs> I told um, you, find your twin who has the other half of the medallion, and you guys will get power. I have no say over most of the Asian population, because I've been out of it for so long. So that's definitely a group I can't cultivate and grow as, a, as an army. But I might try to cultivate some ants. And like use that as my my leeway. Well, you speaking my army of, ants, <laughs> speaking of twins and oh. and siblings, uh, this new the new photo that dropped from the the crisis set yeah. of the two Supermen well, the, looks fantastic. The last, looks the last week good. and a half or so. So first we had we had um, a photo of Tyler Hoechlin and Tom Welling together as their Clark Kent's, mm-hmm. and then we got to see Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman, and then we got to see. Brandon Ralph with Tom Welling, but the one thing we haven't seen yet, and this really worries me slash bums me out, if it is, there's yet to be a photo of Welling in a Superman costume, and I really, really think we might not see him as Superman. Okay, because that was his whole bit. Like he he was the one who didn't want to be in the Superman costume in Smallville, mm-hmm. like to the point where like even when you finally see him as Superman, it's just him pulling the shirt open. Um, so I could. That's the very last episode, right? Yeah, that's the very. But they continued on with the comics. There was like a season eleven in comic book form. Yeah, they did that with Jericho as well. I know. <laughs> I have those. I love that show. It was a good show. Um, one of the few shows to be canceled twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Everything I'm seeing so far from this Crisis crossover. I'm so freaking pumped. It's like, you know, maybe DC is finally getting it right on both fronts. Maybe. They're starting to get it on their movie fronts and then just going like, hey, let's make good content and worry about the interconnectivity of it later. Yeah. Which, you know what? Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. No, I mean, and then, you know, there's stuff like, um, so for example, Colton Hayes played, he played Roy Harper um, on Arrow for the first handful of seasons after season one. Um, and then he left the show. Um, and the big rumor was that him and, um, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? Steve Amell, um, didn't get along. Um, but I mean, Roy Harper's kind of an integral part of the character or the the mythology of Green Arrow. He is. Um, but, uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Um, he's back as a regular for the, I'm so excited for this season, especially with the crisis crossover coming up. Um, say that ten times fast. I'm super excited for this season. You the cr- oh my god, I couldn't say you it couldn't once. Couldn't say it once. I just wanted yeah. you to say crisis. Crisis crossover. Cross- crisis crossover. Uh, crisis crossover. English, English words. Um That made sense. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'm I'm excited. Like I honestly think Arrow dropped off for a little bit, but the last couple seasons have actually been quite good. Um, I really love the future stuff that they're doing with that they announced the spinoff of. Arrow just isn't hitting its mark anymore. Ah! Ba, 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 ba. Steven, get him! Thank you. <laughs> Dropping things. <laughs> Steven is the head of my ant army, by the way. Steven. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, not so, Stephen in the booth. No, Sorry, no, Stephen. No different, Stephen. Yeah, Aunt Stephen. Not Aunt Stephen. <laughs> <aunt Steven. laughs> <laughs> My Aunt Stephen. <laughs> anyway. My aunt um, so uh, they just announced a, um, a sequel to the Justice League Dark animated film, um, which I'm super pumped about because Justice League Dark was really good. Yeah. Um, really good. I love those characters in general. Um, at like, and actually, we're gonna talk about that in a second because the next thing is really cool, and I'm super excited about it. Okay. Um, it's gonna keep me busy for a little bit. Sure. Um, but so you know, they came out and they, they've you know they're doing a sequel um, to the first one, which I loved. Um, oh no. What? You look ahead to the yeah, next thing. Yeah, I'm looking ahead so to. So <laughs> this next thing is so freaking awesome. DC Universe is inviting fans to basically pitch. A TV show for DC Universe. <laughs> That's how so they can take your ideas and not give you any. No, oh, no, I'm sure that to, they're no, going to give it. They get the top ten people that are going to get flown out to LA to continue developing the ideas, and then they get to make their show next year. Are you going to enter? If only yeah. we had a superhero show. Well, here's if the thing. only we had a superhero show that we're currently working on. Yeah, but they mean DC characters. If only you could adapt that into DC characters. Well, um, folks, this might be the last time you ever see Ian Bensman well, on the so, show because he might be working for DC next well, year. Well, so here's my Ian thing. Ian Bensman made this cartoon in a cave <laughs> with a box of scraps. <laughs> um, well, I'm not Ian Bensman. No, but this is... This I have been saying for the longest time. If I got to pick like a superhero property that wasn't like my X Men saga that I want to do, mm-hmm. it would be a Shade the Changing Man adult animated series. Well, uh, boom! I'm gonna pitch the shit out of that to these guys. Uh, you just said it on air. Oh crap! Good lord! No one watches us anyway. Oh my! <laughs> Hi, Matt Bomb. Damn it! Matt Bomb. Watch us. The numbers have been going up You're from the, two to four. Ruin my. Hi, Mike whatever. and Alec in the no, uh, editing room. People actually do listen. Do, do listen. It's kind of it's crazy. It's surprising. I get, I get yeah. text messages after the show sometimes, and it's like, whoa, people listen to us. Why? Yeah. Thank you. Thank but, you. <laughs> um, Thank you. But yeah, so it's really cool. It's called DCU Unscripted. The submission deadline is November 18th. According to Lee, 10 entrants will come to Hollywood to refine their pitches over the course of the day with industry professionals, and then they will be pitching it to a panel of DC executives, including Jim Lee and unnamed entertainment luminaries. Listen to this. One of the comments on that page, that's a great idea if you're good on camera. Unfortunately, I'd say most writers aren't camera folks. That's why they're writers. I mean, that's true, but I don't think it has anything to do with it. No, it was just kind of funny. Somebody but, commented on that's, that's Shoot. Oh, my God. I don't even know. Oh. I want to like. Can I like pitch multiple ideas? No, no, like, on, you, like you just said, you've like got pseudo. you've got like, three people in the room right now that can all pitch the ideas. So you have three people with pulses and a social security number that could pitch this idea. Yes, you're not a robot I think yet. I have a pulse. I think I have you're, a social security you're, number. You're not an AI construct yet. How do you know? Well. Nanu, nanu, beep, boop, beep, I knew Nanu, nanu, beep, boop, beep, You know what? I knew All right, that from, Mark, I knew take that. it easy. I think, I think, you know, Mr. Tony Stark has educated me on what an AI <laughs> is. Fair enough. And boy, oh boy. <laughs> boy, oh boy. And what, where I, did that get Tony Stark? Dead. Exactly. Well, we're not sure yet because. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> well, that one. I've watched Endgame a million times. No, he he's, he's talking about the comics. Dead. So I, I finally, I finally got caught up in that run, and I mean, holy crap, the developments. Tony Stark is basically an AI. Yeah. Living, living in a, a yeah, genetically they, they grown body. About, uh, about, about a month ago. 
um, that they essentially Tony Stark is the is a AI backup of Tony Stark that is an AI backup of Tony Stark. Now he is. Yeah. But he was an AI back. He they 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 he could he basically figured out how to take your your memories and stuff and back them up. And so he died. Right. I believe it was Captain Marvel that that. What was the movie him. on Netflix? What was the movie on Netflix? Where was that? Or the uh, Altered Carbon. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Uh, so he came back, and then there was this whole like, "What is a soul?" And then it was finally revealed that, oh my gosh, I'm not Tony Stark. I'm his backup. And so then he was struggling with that. See, if that ever happened to me, I would never question that. And then he had to I like have a soul. And then he had to fry his his fry his brain again to like. Knocked down a fusion of Vision and Wonder Man, and then he was a third backup, so he's a backup of a backup. Goodness. So, and now Ultron's in the mix. It's it's Dan Slott. I can I see why you stuck with that Spider-Man run for so long. He is doing such a cool job of giving us something that's not like, oh, here comes the Mandarin, the Mandarin's throwing henchmen and others yep. sub villains. Oh, I, I now the Mandarin. This, the last story with the Mandarin was amazing. I bet. I bet, but I, I love the fact that you know he fought Fin Fang Foom in the first issue, Fing, and then Fing, and then in the uh, he's sorely uh, missing from the movies, right? And then in the lead up, uh, you know, War of the Realms, uh, he fights the one dude that's a big old dragon. Can't remember his name. Um, he, he's like a he's like a wizard that turns into a dragon or something. You, but Malekith summons him. <laughs> did you just see that too? Hold on. See what <laughs> the Star Wars line of cookware. Yeah. Did you not see my comment on the post? Yes. Sorry, anywho. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I need that Han Solo roaster, dude. Guys, <laughs> go out. Go out and you know what, Corey? What is your major malfunction? Everything and everything. Yeah. Go out. Oh, yeah, you saw that post too? I did. <laughs> go out and buy some comics. Go support your local comic book yes. store. Yeah, get on our level, Corey. The more, I'm the trying more. to. I'm trying to buy some cookware that looks <laughs> like R2-D2. No, you want the Han Solo roaster. <laughs> Why is there a gong? I'm being serious. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love me. <laughs> hey, Tom Holland in Spider-Man animated series rumored for Disney+. Plus. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, I'd be totally cool with this. I would love that. I think um, they, technically they could do it. They have the TV rights to Spider-Man. They have the technology. Yeah. No, Marvel has the TV rights to Spider-Man. I don't see why they couldn't do it, although the, apparently the roadblock is his new contract could prevent it. Well. Like Sony might have been, wait a second. We know what you're going to do, Marvel. Yeah, but you know, Tom Holland, he could just give those big old puppy eyes off to Sony and be like, please. Hey, well, there's there's an article that. That's what he did to get Yeah, the, I know. Like, please. Hey, hey, there's an article that just popped up. Truly disturbing things friends cast tried to keep buried. Oh, shut up. Should I read it? No. Are you sure? Because it's a lie. It's what, a where, lie. What's the, where's it coming from? Where's the news article? Comic book news. Hmm. Hmm. Where e, half of Ian's rundown comes from? Shh. <laughs> Mm. Oh, thanks for ruining the mystique, Andy. There was yeah. no mystique. There's always mystique. There's been two mystiques, actually. And I prefer the original mystique over Jennifer I Lawrence. I swear the fact that I have nothing to throw at this guy today. <laughs> I might have something in my backpack. Continue chatting. Spider-Man 3 rumored details include Chameleon, Craven, and more, which I'm super happy you put this on the rundown. Well, yeah, they're gonna have—they're gonna have to. We bring, got scrolls. We got scrolls. Why can't we get chameleons? 
I really <laughs> hope they got that. <laughs> that, that, went, that went to camera no. one. That was it hit uh, camera one. It was hilarious. Uh, but uh, I always loved. Is like, it back? Let's is, do it again for it the camera. Stu- is no, it, it bounced off no. your head. Whenever uh, that uh, I, I always loved in 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 the Spider-Man '90s animated series. I always loved episodes with the chameleon in it because it was just like and Craven. Yeah, and Craven, Craven was too. good. Oh, here we go again. Absolutely. <laughs> oh no, I didn't say anything stupid, <laughs> Stephen. Hey, say something stupid. <laughs> what, is, what is happening to our show? Legitimately trying to talk about Spider-Man right oh, now. Oh my hey. God, there's a Watchmen. Oh, coaster. see what happens. Oh my. Off the rails. <laughs> so. How do you feel about this rumor, Ian? Which one? Uh, the, the Craven <laughs> Chameleon Man and Roy. Um, oh, good I'm, lord. Dude, I thought Chameleon Man was... Garrett, not Chameleon Man. Chameleon okay, Man! I thought, I thought Chameleon Man was going to be in... I thought Chameleon was going to be in um, Far From Home, honestly. I, yeah. There's a guy called Dimitri who's like... Looks, uh, yeah. yeah, has a chameleon yeah. I thought he persona. was going to be Chameleon, honestly. Mm, yep. um, especially because there was the whole... Well, that's dev- I was convinced... Since that first trailer, that that was not Nick Fury, and I was wrong. I thought it was Chameleon. Nope, he was just a freaking scroll. Yep, scroll. Spider Man. Well, there's also a rumor that says that Spider Man Three is to be the darkest of the three MCU Spidey films with yeah. a slightly if it's the more last, grown up it, Peter Parker. I mean, it would if be it's shocking. the last, you got to go big, right? You got to go well, huge. Yeah, because that's the rumors that they're going to write him out. You know, you know that Chameleon's going to pretend to play Peter oh, slash yeah, Spider Man. Exactly. Well, somebody dies. Why do you say that? Because it has you have to. It's probably going to be scrolls. Someone doesn't always have to die. Yeah, they do. It's probably going to be something about Aunt May. You think Aunt May is going to die? I don't know. Why not? God, that would be dark. I don't know. But we're going to take a quick break here, but we're not going to leave you just sitting there in silence. No, no, dear listeners and viewers. We're going to show you some trailers. So those of you listening to the audio-only podcast get to enjoy some trailers without the visuals. But if you are lucky enough to be watching, also, if you, you close, get to see Also, if you close them. your eyes, you can imagine it. That's true. Or if just you go want, to nrmstreamcast.com and watch or, it. Or, or geektainment.tv. Or geektainment.tv. Or, or come up to the office and stand outside the studio. Or download the, the apps. Or you, know? you can call us at 844-999-9249. Nobody is in the booth. We'll put Corey in the booth. No one puts Corey in a booth. That's right. Let's let's quit jabbering and let's roll some beautiful trailers. That's... <laughs> マチカネタゼ。アルファベットは全部で5つだが、キーワードは8文字。第1の指令。ブレソンダイアリーの財宝に先回りするつもりだったか。よく見ておけ。ルパンたちがこの世から消え去るところを確実に世界を変えちまう
A harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives two shits who we are beyond that. The Joker and I broke up. I wanted a fresh start. But it turns out I wasn't the only dame in Gotham looking for emancipation. Spectacular news! Miss Queen, she belongs to me. Who are you guys? Call a woman a chick. I'll accept broad lady woman and on occasion bitch. Bitch? What are you talking Pull about? Pull that for me, Wow! Yeah. So much so, to dissect. Let's start. Let's start from the top. Uh, my boss Ian Benzman is the biggest ding dong I know because he I, didn't bother preview that Lupin I trailer. I just saw the Lupin I trailer, got excited it. and threw it on the rundown because I love Lupin. Oh boy, Lupin! Oh, have, no. the Lupin. audio only people are gonna love this. I, I have. They must have been so confused. <laughs> For all of our Japanese fans out there, what did that say? No idea. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm asking the real Japanese people, not the fake one in the room. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> Korean. <boy. laughs> You're Irish. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, look this good. Shows oh, off the rails. God. It does look fantastic. That looks really good. good. I don't have a lot of knowledge of Lupin. Oh, I love Lupin. Um, but I, I give you, I can give you the manga. I love, like the first manga. Mm -hmm. uh, God, I love it. Uh, he's a gentleman thief. Yeah. And actually, so how I got into Lupin was I found I came across the original animated series like super late night on TV, um, and then I got more into it, and then I found out so there's a the first film. That was called the the Castle of Count Cagliostro, mm -hmm. and that was actually directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Really? Yeah, who does all the my favorite Ghibli, Ghibli films? Ghibli. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that was awesome when I found that out. But I'm a huge Lupin fan. They put a couple series out a couple years ago. Um, I have one on my desk. I have a Lupin. Yeah, yeah, yeah this statue's um, pretty cool. Love that character. Looks good. Um, he's like a goofy James Bond. Mm -hmm. Who's not a spy but a thief? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm super excited for that movie. Looks I'm great. Super excited. Is it going to come movie. out in English? Yeah. Who knows? Probably. Who knows? Um, well, According to that to trailer, it'll get an American release. Like even uh. if it's a small one, I don't know. I don't even mind if it I'm, has subtitles. I'm sure it will have an American adaptation because we've played an American trailer before. Yeah. Um, we've played lots of things in American. I meant the specific movie. <laughs> 
Um, but um, but that and thank you. New, new rule. New rule. We're <laughs> I mean, changing. I'm really good We're changing. Today. I'm getting like right, right on the crowd. We're right changing the, the crowd. English language to American language. <laughs> America. 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 Yeah. Let's get into the second no, I, trailer. I went to Taco Bell earlier and got some Spanish food. Hola. Um, um, let's get into the yeah, second trailer. Birds of Prey. Um, wow. While it should totally not be called Birds of Prey. Right. Because, because like, Harley was not never on that in, team. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Looks I gotta say, it looks pretty good. Does, she, pretty does good. she seem more like Harley in this film than she did in Suicide Squad? Like, just her mannerisms, even her tone of voice, mm-hmm. a little bit more like the Harley we know from yeah. animation, from comic books, from just the renditions of everything that she's done. I love how they're giving her this, like, the, she gave that definition of the Harlequin, and it's like, we're just meant to serve, right? and nobody gives a shit about us. Right. And it's like, you know, showing that she's like, I'm separating from Mr. J. Right. I'm my own person. I'm well, me. Why are you passing notes in school? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it ties into something you were talking about earlier. But um, Is it an inside joke? Am I not inside the world of the joke? Oh, my God. It's we'll, so true. We'll tell you. Yeah, I know, it right? It is so true. We'll tell you afterwards. Yes. Okay. It's not for- It's for, not for it's, our it's listening not, yeah, ears. Okay, listening okay ears. so yeah. basically Ian's having a sex change, and what? we want that's you to send not, money in. That is not at Ian Benzman's Kickstarter. <laughs> Uh, no, no I, I think bigger ant farm. I think, yeah. God. <laughs> a, would you say you're trying to get an alien ant farm? Uh, oh, do you so have a, it's funny that you uh, say that. I'm doing myself. Yeah, right. we, we were joking. We're in the movie about my army of ants and how like they were going to come over and carry me away, but they're also going to be carrying this a summer, box. My says, army of ants. That, that's that's coming singing, to theaters. Uh, smooth criminal mm-hmm. by alien ant farm. As he's being carried away yeah. by his army of ants. <laughs> hey, are you okay? Anyway, it's the um, ant singing. Oh boy. Um, could we shoot this? Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, so it looks great. I think it looks really good. Um, I want to see what you if they're gonna give you and McGregor an actual like black skull, like the black mask. So he's black mask. Okay. Yeah, he's black mask. You would think that they would. Romo well, Sionis. They'll probably do it towards the end. Sure, probably. You know. I'm sure he gets disfigured somehow and has to put the mask on. I like or whatever. it. Give yeah. Me more. You know what? Good. You know what I like even more though. Finally, they're giving him his dues. John Krasinski. Yes, well, yes, so yes, and I for, see it. It's still rumored, though. It's been I rumored for a really it, long though. time that John Krasinski is up for um, Mr. Fantastic. I, I think see that it. would actually be really good. Um, also, his wife, em, uh, Emma Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt uh, is rumored to be up for um, Emma Blunt. Emma Blunt. Emma Blunt. That sounds like a rap name. Um, but uh, so, you know, Peter Parker will be back in the MCU for the third Spider Man, but yes. also one other MCU film. I have to imagine Future Foundation. it has to either be Fantastic Four or some film where it's going to be X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Avengers. Yes. Um, I'm hoping it's the latter because I want to see him with everyone. Oh, God, it's going to be um, Thor. But if it's, at least the, <laughs> if it's at least the Fantastic Four, I'll be happy. Uh, welcome then, welcome then, I mean, to Wakanda, so Spider-Man. The rumor is, is Don't know why you're be, here. He writ- he's going to be <laughs> I swung all the way over here. Boy, are my arms I'm tired. tired. Um, okay. Well, the rumor is, is that he is um, that basically... They're gonna write him out. Well, yeah. But I but, think yeah. I don't know if that's the case. Um, I think you know Marvel obviously knows a little bit more than everyone else does in regards to in, inside the industry stuff, and so does Sony. And the rumor recently is that Sony is gonna get bought by Apple. Ergo, if Apple buys Sony, Spider-Man reverts to Marvel. Yes. So maybe Marvel's expecting that to happen, and that's why they didn't push for a longer contract. Sure. I don't know. That's purely conjecture. Um, but wouldn't that contract, even if they push for a longer contract, wouldn't that contract eventually become null and void even if Apple did buy from Sony? Yes. 
So I, even it, I don't know. But I don't know. But um, so the I've been saying this. I was hoping for like I've been saying this for a long time. That ever since we found out they're going to be back at Disney, that I hope the Fantastic Four were around like in the seventies and just got stuck somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that way they've been around, but they don't have to like they haven't been around. You know. Um, and that's the rumor. The rumor that that's exactly what's going to happen. And I'd be happy as a pig and shit. Um, that's gross. I don't know why that's the expression I use. That's just what sorry came out. to all of our pig listeners. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He doesn't know. Harry um, Plopper is going to be but, so mad. Harry but Plopper. The, the rumor um, is that um, that it's going to tie into some sort of annihilation, like a, an adaption of Annihilation mm. from the comics, um, which would be interesting because Annihilation had literally nothing to do with the Fantastic Four. At all. Well, you know, change it up, uh, I guess. But um, no, I'm I'm super pumped. I hope we get to see Galactus done well. He's not just a freaking cloud. Um, cloud. And Silver Surfer, because obviously, if you're gonna have Galactus, you gotta have Silver Surfer. And not just some buff but, dude from like you got painted in silver. Right, but I do. That was Doug Jones, man. Whatever. Yeah, um, you leave Doug Jones yeah, alone. That was Doug Jones. And, um, and you leave the you like leave the, 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 the the Sky Cloud alone too. No, 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 no. <laughs> Feel free to hate on the Sky Cloud. I hate the want. Sky Cloud. Um. But, I mean, I, the only thing that I'm kind of like, eh, it doesn't sound really right, is that Marvel has really tended to stay away from characters that have been adapted before, like, in terms of villains, when they bring, like, so yeah. Spider-Man, we're not going to see Green Goblin. There's probably no way that's happening. Um, no Sandman, you know, versions we've seen before. What about Hobgoblin? <laughs> we haven't seen a Hobgoblin. It's true. Um, well, so, they kind of took Hobgoblin's story and gave it to Harry in the third Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, not that Harry doesn't also become a Green Goblin, but, um, so, the Harry. thing is, is if... I just don't see them jumping right into Fantastic Four with Galactus and Silver Surfer. No. Um, I could see them trying to do something like the Mole Man. Yeah. Which would be cool if they did it right. Um, Technically, in that Josh Trank Fantastic Four movie, we met the Mole Man, but that's not connected to this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the Underminer! (laughs) Take it easy. Um, But so, still touching on the same property. Um, You know, we've been talking about it for a while, the Doctor Doom movie that Noah Hawley was developing for Fox. Um... Apparently it's it's in limbo. I mean, and that's kind of what where we were at with it last time. Um, I think basically they're trying to figure out how they want to incorporate Doom into the main universe. And if he's going to be in that first Fantastic Four movie, then this solo film won't happen. But if they decide to hold off on Doom, this solo film will happen. Um, hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Holly has revealed that there's still hope for his Doom movie, even if it's only a shadow of hope. In a sit-down with Kevin Feige, the Marvel Studios had asked Holly directly whether he was still working on the project. Holly asked in return, uh, should I be working on it? I assume you guys have a plan in the drawer somewhere for the Fantastic Four. Feige's only reply was a cryptic smile, although it has actually been confirmed that the MC version of the Fantastic Four is officially on the way. Hooray. So there's no update on that whatsoever. Um, I uh, I just, I want to see Noah Hawley tackle anything superhero related again after Legion, because that was just perfect. And it's over now. All roads lead to Legion. No, they don't, because it just ended. Yep, exactly. Three seasons of perfect television, and now Bye-bye. it's over. Um, yeah, Bye. so um, this next thing is interesting. Not so much in the fact that I didn't expect this, just because... This seems to be like, oh, I'm a real filmmaker. Superhero films aren't cinema. No, this is the last person I thought that was going to ever really? make it. Really? I, t- I, oh, I thought one? It, I, Absolutely. There's no way in Hoskorsese was ever going to no, make it. No, in terms of like just opening up his big freaking mouth. 
I didn't think he was going to be that guy. No, I mean, he made, uh, like, okay. I like Scorsese because, you know, besides the fact that he makes great movies, like, he made Hugo for his kid because he wanted his kid to see watch something that was like, sure. that he did. And it's just like, okay, you see, he, he can stretch himself to like that. You know, why now, would he say that the adapting superheroes are not cinema? The thing. He specifically picked out Marvel's films. That's crap. And that's because, because he's you know the what? producer of Joker. No, well, that's crap, too, though, because you know what? You're kind of crapping on Nolan, too, then, if you're really saying that. No, he's, he's saying, saying, no, he's saying well, that's Marvel a stupid movies. then, he's because Marvel stupid. movies are not cinema. Why are they not cinema? That moment when Tony Stark says, I am Iron Man, snaps his finger silent dead silent in that theater yeah the the emotions the pulling on the heartstrings of that you know of happy offering that little girl a cheeseburger you know yeah all these little tiny moments you know the these character human characters yeah it's, it's just I'm sorry. Those are real films. It's it's it maybe not your me. films, and that's fine. You it can choose to me. do whatever. He but can, he compares superhero fare to theme parks. Okay. 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 Here we okay. go. Okay. Andy, you take the lead he on says, this. Okay. I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Scorsese told Empire. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, at least he gives them that, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. Okay. It take- isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experience. What are you talking about? That's a... Huh? The, sh- the struggle of Tony's PTSD... The struggle of Cap trying to figure out where he fits into I the want, world. I, the struggle of Thor, Fat Thor, is amazing. His because, mother, his because his it's poem, it's his him like losing everything and then going not knowing is he worthy. He gains all this weight, doesn't think he's worthy, but then he f- realizes it doesn't matter. Like there's so many themes that they write into these movies, and you know, Black you, Panther just needs just there's so much to dissect from. From every movie. I want to know if he was actually sat down and watched a Marvel he movie. He said he tried to. He That's said, crap. He probably put one on and was like, this isn't good. I'm not I'm not calling you out, Scorsese, as you not being a good filmmaker, so no. you don't have room to talk, but I'm saying that you should really know, give credit where credit is here's, due. Here's what I will say. I'll give Scorsese more credit to say this than Cameron. Yeah. Mr. Because Cameron, I'm go back and make another Terminator movie. Cameron's this is the the sixth Terminator film. Yeah, but, but he didn't produce. I don't care. The last. But, but I, don't, I don't think he's but, still. I discovered still, something new while we were standing in the theater, though. I saw the poster finally for the new Terminator, written by David Goyer. There you oh. go. Not seeing it. Bleat. But no, seriously, it's like at least Scorsese doesn't. You know, he he, he practices what he preaches. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna make five more Avatar movies. Get bent. All right. You heard it here first, first folks. Get Andy is telling James Cameron to get, get bent. bent. Just seriously. No. But back, Scorsese, he has, he, I get it. You make, you know, mobster type movies or or success movies where they fail and, and all this other stuff. And how many more times can you put Leonardo DiCaprio in a freaking movie uh, along with, you know, um, hey, I didn't say anything stupid. No, quite yet. I'm, I'm, I'm um, on the board yeah. with you. I mean, but at the same time, that's cinema to me. That's great. But you're kind of rehashing old stories of like, you know, whatever. At least Marvel is taking something and putting a beautiful twist on it, and I, I, I don't know. That's to me, it's it, it, it's him that he has 
if you haven't really actually sat down and watched these movies, then you really don't have room to talk Scorsese. You don't. If you say you tried, then well, that's not you know what really do you much do? Room. What do you do? I, you know, sit down and watch one of the first ones that came out and was like, even those were is, really good. They were great origin stories that like actually had a lot to do with character arc. Actually, so speaking of origin stories, uh, it's the uh, well. I don't know. I had a segue. I lost it. Go for it. I've really just been looking for paper to keep throwing okay. Corey. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm running out, though. <laughs> I think I probably shouldn't have thrown that one. That might have been important. I think um, this... But, uh, is that my paycheck? No, this no. is this is Ian Sills' security so, number. It's not. Six, so, nine, two, um, three, six, nine. But, but I was trying to segue to this next thing, which is Marvel's doing a bunch of one-shots about the last story of certain characters. Ooh. Right? I love stuff like that. Like that Old Man good. Logan and things like that. So we're getting... First, we're getting the the last story for Miles Morales. Old man Miles which Morales. Which would be cool. We're getting an, uh, Doctor Strange. Cool. We're getting um, Captain America. And we're getting a Deadpool and a Venom as well as a Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. I'm, oh, my God. Doctor Strange looks, you know, you know he kind of looks like the most interesting man. <laughs> yeah, does a little but bit. But I actually. love it. It's like all in the future and stuff like I that. I love stuff like that. I love Captain stuff America: like that. The End, Deadpool: The End. I I will be reading all of these. <laughs> Captain Marvel looks like a nightlight. I love Venom symbol. It's like a. Uh, I wonder who Venom is helix. in this story. I'm very curious as to who Venom is in the story. Uh, Jesus, because there's no way it's Eddie Brock. Um, Who's, is Eddie Brock even Venom right now? I don't know. I don't but know. you know what I do know is I saw a really, really great figure that's available at New York Comic Con of Stan Lee with the cap shield. I saw that too. It looks great. You should be I know. Um, but you know what? At least Spielberg is, he wrapped up filming of West Side Story. Yeah. No, I, I know that's not really geek news, but I know Corey, no, Corey and I are, so cool. like, are excited about I've it. I've never seen the original. You've never seen the original? I want to. I'll let you borrow it. I have it. Good. I don't. I mean, we might actually have it at the house. It's so good. I, I've heard great things about it, and it's just musicals are fantastic and good. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not speaking on this. I'm boycotting this. You're, you're not going to see the remake? You're not no. going to see it? No. Oh, I'm going to see I it. I won't. That's sort of like how they did it with Footloose and all these other great movies that don't need to be touched. I love how much he loves Footloose. Okay, they okay. don't need to be touched. And why was there such an outcry when Princess Bride, which I still agree on that that shouldn't be touched either, of don't touch that movie. Don't touch good cinematic movies that don't need to be fixed because you can watch them and they still have the same effect as if they were brand new okay. to somebody. Okay, I'm just let's, saying, let's don't take touch a step my movies. Back. This guy named Craig Brewer directed Footloose the remake. Okay, let's see what he's done in comparison to Mr. Spielberg. No, don't care. Hustle and Fl- okay, he did Hustle and Flow. Don't care. He Spielberg. did Black Snake Moan. I'm kind of disappointed that he did all these like really good movies, and then all of a sudden, um, but just because you have a history of doing good things doesn't mean that you it, you can t- it, you can put your crap did you can it, take your crap and spread it over good things like just need, don't dude, touch my shit you know, I love West Side Story I, you know we, we've sung know. in the car together did, West Side did, Story did it, did it need to did it yeah. need to be it remade no of no. course not do any of these remakes need to no, happen especially no. if especially if they're not like really updating it like it'd be one thing if they took the like, the story of West Side Story and put it into a mo- more modern context which is sure. essentially what West Side Story did with Romeo and Juliet sure but like like, 
you know, there's the racial tension thing. Like, they could have moved it forward a little bit more in terms yeah. of, like, a more modern context. Because, really, I don't think just people running around being like, Puerto Ricans, get out of here. <laughs> well. I, okay, I don't do that to anybody, but I'm sure there's no, like, like you don't hear no, it on the I news. No, I get it. There, know, it's, it's about the racial Puerto tension between, between two groups but in, in, in New York City. But uh, the fact is, there's one. it's a wonderful film along with wonderful music. And a lot of memories that I don't need to be altered. My Fair memories don't enough. need to be altered because Spielberg right. said he wanted to put money into something that he loved that, too. That I can't. I can't argue. Of, I can't argue with yeah. you on that. Definitely because is one of my favorite. Music. It's yeah. I, it's it's a valid argument. Yeah. It's very valid. But you know, here's the thing. You know, I, I, I get know. it. I, I, no, I, I don't do. know I, where. No, I get it. I do. He's got the money. He wants to do something, He's and he Steven wants to Spielberg. put his money. I could, get he it. He can walk in and say, "I want sure. to remake my own movie," and they'll uh, let him do it. Well, please, please do on some of them. But, Jaws two. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Did he direct Jaws two? No, he didn't. I think he okay. produced it. Um, no, I just I, I'm I'm saddened that like you know you're you're harping on the things that like I grew up on, and I know it's that whole old man nostalgia thing, uh-huh. but you're not bringing nostalgia back for me. If I want to have that nostalgia, I'll just go watch the original West Side Story. Uh, uh, apparently, they're actually they're reading uh, bringing Rita Moreno into the movie. I know, but in an original that's role. Fine, but you're also trying to just bring back that nostalgia in that sense well, too. You don't need to. Well, speaking of killing a piece of Corey's soul, Game of Thrones leaks storyline reveals Joffrey's original murderer yeah. was none other than Tyrion Lannister. Wah, Didn't wah. we already know that? No. I don't know. No, that, that's what everyone thought. But this well, is he... confirmed that George R. R. Martin actually pitched Uh-oh. that Tyrion uh, saw him plotting to make someone else kill him uh, in a now-deleted tweet, Waterstone reveals the author's first plan saw Tyrion Lannister murder him instead. Sure. So that's kind of cool. But what do I? What am I more happy about? More more excited about? <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm excited about this. But Christopher Eccleston says he sacrificed professional pride by not doing a second series of Doctor Who. Yeah, he um. Well, because he he felt if you if you continue to read the article and he was at New York Comic Con yesterday mm-hmm. talking about this. Um, he felt like you really need at least two seasons to establish yourself as the Doctor. Yes. Um, and I think he's honestly it might even be three. Because I feel like a lot of the times, like at least in the new iteration, like people finally get on board with the new Doctor after the second season, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, well, there's only here for one well, more. Well, you know, it's one of those things that you know they're gonna go eventually. And so, do you want to get attached to this character? Right. I got way too attached to David Tennant. Well, but, so, but apparently he actually because he left, like the BBC, like he was worried his career was over because like the BBC blacklisted him. Yikes! Yeah. Yeah, and then also, too, we got a peek at, um, there was some news that came out a couple of days ago about how he would have been used in the 50th anniversary special. Oh, really? Yeah. And instead of the war doctor, he would have been his doctor, which would have made things interesting because he wouldn't I guess have, that makes more sense. It does, but like at the same time, he wouldn't know who Rose was. Not that the war doctor knew who Rose was. Maybe it's before, it could have been in a timeline before he met Rose because Rose kind of softened the doctor because the doctor was all like I had to do something terrible and it well, was so, so it was during the battle this of, is how it of Gallifrey happened. the most 
The most obvious difference is that the War Doctor wouldn't have appeared if Eccleston had signed on, as both he and Moffat have separately confirmed that John Hurt's character was a direct solution to the Ninth Doctor's absence. Most fans would agree that the wartime incarnation of the Doctor was a distinct highlight of the 50th anniversary special, which I agree. Um, I love the War Doctor character. Um, that episode is probably my favorite episode of the new run. It's so good. Yeah, but I think it would have been better with Eccleston. Oh, without question. He's my favorite Doctor. Because it, it just, like, that that's essentially who he was. And yeah. then after the war, he turns into Eccleston. It yeah. didn't make sense because Eccleston was still dealing with that. Right. You know, that, like, I, you know, yeah. so it changed the timeline. So, and apparently in 2018, Stephen Moffat released part of the draft for the script that featured the Ninth Doctor. Um, and it revealed that instead of the War Doctor attempting to use the moment to bring an end to the time war, it would have been nine rest with the moral conundrum instead um so yeah it would have been interesting um in a strange turn event some of the war doctor's dialogue was actually taken directly from lines originally written for the ninth doctor who um i didn't even mean to do that no. <laughs> um the moment <laughs> The moment when John tells Billy Piper, don't sit on that, it's not a chair, is the most dangerous weapon in the universe, was actually going to be Eccleston's line. Um, but uh, And then he also would have said, it's not a chair, love, instead. Um, but um, let's see. It's it's just kind of it's kind of sad. You know, I just I really would have loved to see him in there because he did such a good job as the doctor. And. Corey, you really got to get into Doctor Who. Yeah, you know, it's honestly, uh, so for years, for years, my uncle was like, you got to watch Doctor Who. And I'm like, the guy whose villains have like plungers as their, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, the, yeah, gar- the, gar- the garbage can with plungers. Yeah. Like, There's a lot that? to catch up on. For, um, well, for I me, mean, though. here's no, the thing. You, the you first episode, with, uh, yeah. you start you start with uh, the first episode of Christopher, Ex- Christopher yeah. Eccleston's run. I mean, the Plastic Man, I watched it. I almost didn't watch the second episode. There was a couple of episodes I walked in on. Uh, walked in on. Like, yeah. it was like, Whoa, walked in what on the hell watching that? Doctor Who? I, no, but my old roommate, Cody, who was into Doctor Who, I sat down and watched it. Roommate was named Cody. It was. Oh, that's Cody Bars. Hilarious. Hi, Cody. Well, well, Hope you and Jen are having a good time. Speaking of walking in on roommates, we've walked in on the end of the show. Oh, no. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We will see you next week. Thanks for watching at geektainment.tv. We love you. Bye. Woo.